Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, master certified life coach, teacher, and recovering supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, this is Tori Henderson with the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. And I am here today with Mia. Mia is 17 and she has volunteered to come and be interviewed about making the decision as a teenager to stop eating sugar. So welcome to the show, Mia. Yes, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. I thought it would be so nice for, you know, if parents see that their teenagers or their children are struggling with this to hear it from somebody closer to their age because moms, you know, (laughs) it's hard to listen to moms sometimes. Tell me what led up to your decision to stop eating sugar. So I have always struggled with sugar addiction throughout my life. For as long as I can remember, I was always craving sugar, eating too much sugar. You know, my parents would always kind of try to like limit my sugar intake. It was always something that was very much involved in my life. So when I was in eighth grade, it was the holiday season. My parents would bring home lots of treats and desserts and sugar from work as that were given to them as gifts and that kind of thing. And I really just noticed like how much sugar I was consuming because really the majority of the foods I was eating was sugar. And so I kind of realized that and I just decided like, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to eat any more sugar. And that's like kind of how my personality is. I'm kind of an all or nothing person. So I just decided to stop and cut out all sugar right then and there. Wow. Right at the holidays. That's yes. <laughs> willpower for sure. And this is when you were 13? Yes. Okay. So you said it was kind of a recurring argument, I'm guessing between your parents and you, uh, where it was a topic of conversation that came up a lot. Yes. Before then. It doesn't sound like them bringing it up really weighed into your decision making at all. No, it really, I mean, cause if it, if it had, if that had been what it would have taken for me to stop eating sugar, I think I would have stopped eating sugar a long time ago, many years before then. Isn't that fascinating? Really, yes. It really definitely was something that I think I needed to motivate myself to do. And I, to be honest, I don't really know what it was that finally got me to stop eating sugar. I really, you know, for a long time leading up before then, I was feeling really bad from eating so much sugar, like physically ill. And also just, I was having a lot of anxiety around sugar and it was creating anxiety and other things. And I was having a hard time kind of managing my stress and like controlling emotions. And so I think a small part of me realized that that was connected to sugar. But I think when I quit, I really realized how much that was connected to sugar, but I don't know if kind of you know, my subconscious knew that that was related and that kind of drove me to quit or not. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you kind of had an inkling that your emotional unwellness, feeling stressed out, you said an anxious and... Yes. What you thought maybe it was due to the sugar, but it was really more of just kind of... It's not the way you described it. It was kind of like you stepped outside yourself and like, wow, I really am eating a lot of sugar. Yeah. 
For and sure. I think that's one of the signs of sugar addiction is when you or your kid really starts to eliminate other foods that aren't, you know, being converted into sugar in the body, right? Where it's like the whole diet is carbs and sugar. It really, when you start losing the desire or the taste for other things. Right. For other things. Yeah. So that sounds like you kind of noticed that. And so what was the difference when you stopped eating sugar? What did you notice? You know, first I'd say like two weeks of not eating sugar were like extremely difficult for me because, you know, sugar was really what I was relying on to deal with stress or emotions or that kind of thing. So without having that crutch, you know, I really had to actually like handle them myself which I think was really difficult. And then also just like dealing with really intense sugar cravings. But, you know, I'd say like a month after, even two months after I really didn't even crave sugar anymore. And, you know, like now I don't crave sugar really ever. It was really like withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The physical withdrawal and then also dealing with the anxieties, you know, the reasons why you're eating so much in the first place. Yeah, but I think like after I'd say like, you know, a couple weeks of dealing with first like the sugar withdrawal, but like after kind of I overcame that, I noticed that I just felt like a lot more energetic and like I wasn't so tired. And then I also didn't feel like I get when I was binge eating sugar, I kind of always felt like, you know, my emotions are really like on the surface and I kind of any little thing I'd kind of like boil over and it'd get really angry or upset or that kind of thing. And I definitely felt like I could kind of control my emotions and deal with them. And I also think that I felt a lot less anxious because I had kind of like this vicious cycle with sugar where I would be anxious that I felt like I was eating too much sugar, but then I'd eat sugar to like deal with the anxiety. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like kind of a loop of that. And I think that not eating sugar made me less anxious. Definitely. Yeah. I think anytime we put our ability to feel good in the hands of something else, some substance, someone else, then it always feels like we kind of feel a little out of our own control, I guess, you know, which makes sense. It's like, okay, I can only feel good if everybody's nice to me, if I get to eat what I want to eat or, you know, drink what I want to drink that it, it's like our higher self knows this isn't how we're supposed to live. And so it, it talks to us through uncomfortable emotions and anxieties and trying to get our attention like, hey, let's switch things, this up. <laughs> like, let's not you know, give away our power to feel good and to other things or other people. Right. Yeah. Do, do you not eat any sugar at all? Like what's this is five years later we're talking about? Right. Yeah. What's your intake like now? So when I first stopped eating sugar, I cut it out completely where even if sugar was like an ingredient in something, I wouldn't eat that. For I'd say like probably like three or four months after I quit, that's kind of what I would look at. And then I decided to kind of bring back in sugar and things that like wasn't definitely not something that would be considered like a dessert but things like salad dressing has sugar you know Mm -hmm. that kind of thing ketchup that kind of thing yeah so I would I brought it back in those things because I didn't notice that those things would give me kind of like the sugar high that like you know a cookie would or whatnot I pretty much now just like continue with 
that from then on. There'll be times where I will like, sometimes I can like notice if there's like certain foods that have more sugar as an ingredient. If I'm eating like too much of that, then I'll usually like cut back on that. You know, if there's like a certain like crackers or something that are like have more sugar. And you feel it. Other things. I feel it. Yeah. I, and I honestly, I can taste when something has more sugar in it than something else. Even if it's not like a food that's made to be sweet, I can still tell. Wow. What about like, have you tried like sugar free or like where it's like a sub sugar substitute kind of thing? Yeah. When I first went off sugar, I know that like my parents and family and like friends and that kind of thing were like, oh, like, you know, they'd often like give me these sugar free, you know, dessert substitutes because that kind of like. Right. It's like for diabetics or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I noticed that those would still give me the same kind of like sugar high that, you know, something with sugar would have in it. So I don't like, I kind of steer clear of those because I feel like I can very easily get addicted to those just like I was to sugar. So I don't really eat those. Yeah. My son noticed the same thing. Same thing. Like he went off sugar and then relatives started giving him sugar-free candies because it's really hard to not treat your grandchild or, you know, whatever. The holidays and birthdays, it's, you know, it's hard. It was hard for everybody else. Right. Did you notice that? That like your family and your friends kind of had a harder time with you not eating sugar? I, yeah. And honestly, that's like the still like the one thing that I like feel like is a, I guess, like problematic for me not eating sugars. Honestly, it's, it doesn't have to do with me like wanting to eat sugar and choosing not to. It really is like I, our culture, food and sugar has like a lot of sentimental value around it. So, you know, like if it's someone's birthday in class and they're giving out cupcakes, you know, it's like offensive if you don't take one kind of thing. And so like, I do notice that or people, you know, will be like someone's birthday and you don't eat the cake or, you know, there's lots of things like that. But I think that you just kind of have to be strong about that. Do you ever say like, I'm allergic or <laughs> like that? Or you say, I'm an addict. Like, what do you say? I usually just say like, I don't eat sugar. You know, I choose not to eat sugar is usually just what I say. But, you know, you know, sometimes you get like weird comments from people like, you know, and I think that I, I don't know, I find that kind of strange, I guess, that like, I think people like to control what other people eat. I definitely noticed that not eating sugar that like, you know, if someone has this thing and they really want you to eat it, it's like they feel like obligated to make you eat it. Like this is something we do together. Like we eat sugar together and, and they feel uncomfortable if you're not indulging with them. Yeah. It's a strange part of our culture that, that we have where I'll offend somebody if I don't eat what they want me to eat. It's like, what? How would you, when you flesh it out, like logically, you're like, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very strange. And there's also like, you know, like I have like, traditions around certain foods have sugar like on Christmas my family always makes pecan pie but like you know that's a little bit sad not eating that but really it's you know you realize that it's like the memories and the experience around it it's not like the actual dessert itself that is like super important interesting so you can like enjoy the smell of it and enjoy the like making it or something but you can just cut out the eating of it part right interesting 
Yeah, I could see how that would, the traditions and like, this is something we always do. And so it sounds like you've just had, what do you attribute to your kind of strong, I mean, I hear so much strength and like determination and like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. Like I choose not to eat sugar and other people's opinions don't really bother me. Where do you think you got that strength from? I mean, I definitely like know that for me, I'm like, not very good at like moderating things. When I first stopped, I knew that like, if I had allowed myself just to eat a little bit of sugar, nothing would have changed. Because, you know, in my mind, I always had like a justification for eating sugar. And I was always like, somehow like a special occasion, or I've had a hard day. And so like, I know, like, right at the beginning, just cutting it out completely, I felt like was the only way I could stop eating sugar. I mean, I think now, if I wanted to, I could, you know, eat sugar like a few times a year or something on these special occasions, you know, like a birthday or a holiday or something like that. And I think I would be able to not get addicted again. But I think that like, now I feel like, you know, I've gone so many years and like, it's such an accomplishment in my life, because it really was something that was really difficult for me and something that really was playing a really big part in my life eating sugar. And so I think that now I kind of have this, you know, strength to move forward and strength not to eat it because I feel like, you know, I've conquered it and I don't want to risk getting addicted again. Yeah. And it's your victory too, which is what I'm hearing so much. It's not that your parents were making you or they were restricting or it was really you deciding to do it. Is there anything that you think was helpful or would be helpful for a mom or dad to support their child who might be in the same situation? Yeah, I think it's really hard because I think that the bottom line is there has to be some motivation coming from the person who is addicted in order to stop. But I think a lot of it is also like, is there sugar in the house? Because if I go and I open the cabin and I'm looking for a snack and there's, you know, lots of sugar as an option, then that's obviously, yeah, that's more difficult than if there's, you know, other alternatives that don't have sugar. If, you know, the family also is like cutting out sugar, you know, cutting back in the house, I think is really important. But I also think just being, you know, really supportive and knowing that it's really hard and kind of being understanding if, you know, especially like right at first when someone stops eating sugar, I think they probably are feeling really like all of these emotions and feeling really like vulnerable. And so I think just being really supportive and also like the withdrawal take its course. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I could see that being an issue if the parents don't know that the child has gone off sugar and they're seeing all this stress and emotions and the withdrawal and that like, and they're getting angry and upset about it, then that could exacerbate it. So maybe it sounds like it would be helpful if the kid told mom and dad and said, hey, I'm going on a sugar fast. (laughs) Do you think it would be helpful for if someone was going to try to give up sugar, do you think it'd be better over a holiday break versus during the school year? Sounds like that's when you did it. Yeah, I think over a holiday break is like a good time to kind of like, because you're like not in your normal schedule. So like, you know, for me, like sugar was like, you know, part of like my daily routine. And so like, if your daily routine kind of like different, then maybe that can help. Yeah, I think like the big one though, because usually I wouldn't eat like a ton of sugar, like throughout the school day unless there was you know a friend had it or like that kind of thing but it usually was in the house when I was making decisions on like 
what to eat was when I was like really binging on it. So I think that like not having it in the house, but also like the age I was like, I wasn't like purchasing my own food really where like, if you were like an older teen, like now I don't eat at home a lot and I'm like making my own food decisions a lot more than when I was younger. So that's kind of different probably then. Yeah. Yeah. And what motivates my son to, well, when he, when he doesn't eat sugar, when he's off is his reason is because he got the opportunity to see what it felt like to be off sugar. And he felt so much better when he was off. And that's when he was, he was younger and we restricted his sugar. We basically pulled it all out. And so he couldn't have any, but as like you're saying, as you get older, then parents have less ability to do that. They can certainly support and encourage by reducing it in the house, but maybe even like a time that might be good for to try and go off of it is when you are out of your normal routine. Like you're saying, like if you're on vacation for a week or if you are, you know, just going back to school, starting a new routine, maybe that would be a good time when you can kind of build it in. Yeah. Well, do you have any uh, advice for moms or for kids out there who are thinking that they would like to give it a try and see what life is like without sugar? Do you have any words of wisdom? I think that like at first, you know, if you decide you're going to stop eating sugar, it will be really difficult and it will be hard. And I think just like getting past those first, you know, initial few weeks, you'll feel a lot more grounded and more in control. And I think that you'll feel better knowing that you're not like relying on sugar. And I think, you know, I felt, you know, a lot healthier too, just like physically not eating all of the sugar. And I think that it's worth it. And it definitely has given me lots of like strength I feel and I think that it's really worth giving up sugar because for the way it makes you feel nice and for it sounds like coming to that conclusion on your own yeah. too is was really what helped you feel empowered by it do you feel like you developed more tools for coping with stress and anxiety that you didn't have before yeah I definitely learned how to kind of deal with my emotions and honestly I think that like a big part of that was just letting myself feel the emotion and not trying to like mask it with something else because you know now it's like if I'm upset or I'm anxious or that kind of thing you know I kind of just let my like I know that's how I'm feeling I let my body feel that way and then I know that it will pass and that I'll feel better and I also know that like exercising really helps me kind of move on nice yeah well this was great thank you so much for being on the podcast and i just think that a lot of people will appreciate it and it'll be nice to have it out there and available just for anyone who is thinking about doing the same thing yes thank you for having me thank you want a free life coaching session go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today and thank you so much for listening i would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends if you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and i'll answer it on the air thanks again have a great day